Neil Taylor. Yeah. Mm. Curse yeah. ye. May the Lamb of God stir his hoof through the roof of heaven and kick you in the arse down to hell. <laughs> Welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. This is Brian. Yeah. First name only. He's Brazilian soccer star. Brian. Brian. Brian J. That's, well, no, just Brian. Just Brian. Just Brian. Brian Aldinho. Brian. <laughs> nice. Listen, if we get bigger, you can you can do the Dinho on the end of your mm. soccer star mm. name. You gotta earn that. Yeah. You gotta earn that. That's Brian. fair. Speaking of Brazilian, it's an international break. We've just come off. Well, we're sort of still in it. We're recording this on Tuesday night. Yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> hey, Brian. <laughs> just a finger tap, tap, tapping away. You got a we're nervous here. tick there going on? Yep. We're recording this on Tuesday night. Yes, we are. Tuesday night. USA the international men's national break team is almost over. The final matches of the international break are going on as we speak. U.S. men's national team starting in an hour. That's correct. And, uh, and I mean, I think it doesn't even matter almost what happens in an hour against Panama. I mean, it does. What do you mean it doesn't matter? It does, but I think there's a lot of excitement about the U.S. men's national team coming off their 6-0 win. Amazing! Where's this been? I think they've been lestering. They were lestering on Klinsman like Lester did to Ranieri. I know. I, I don't know any other explanation. You never thought the two clubs could equally share the dilly ding dilly dong. You wouldn't think so. You think that's dilly ding is just good I for one know. club only at a time. I, I know this. I love the lineup. I lo- I don't love the fact that Bradley was in it, but Why? I love the lineup. I like seeing Pulisic in it. I like seeing Nagby in it. And you know what? Even though Dempsey got the start because of injuries to other strikers, Dempsey did unbelievable. Dempsey was amazing. Dempsey was amazing. Hat trick? Is that right? Just yes. shy of a quarter pounder. You know what? I, yeah. You know what yes, I was going to you know what I wanted to ask you? You know what I wanted to ask during it? What? what? If this was enough for people to get off of Michael Bradley's back. I mean, that was a nice goal. No? So the answer is no. I still don't like him. Okay. All I don't right. think he's good enough. No, I think I think the answer is and, yeah. I'm going to be a little bit more sub- subjective than Dave is being right now. Okay. I think the answer is yes. I think time will help him because what we saw, and a lot of it came from the, the players yeah. and the formation, it was very conservative 4-4-2. He had, the, he had players playing in the right position with the exception of one guy maybe, and that was Jeff Cameron, but he could play just about anywhere in the back eight positions on the pitch, it seems. Everyone was comfortable. They were playing in their normal positions, a, a conservative formation. They didn't have to do anything crazy. Under Jurgen Klinsmann, Michael Bradley was everything, nearly everything. He was the fulcrum on which everything mattered moving backward and moving forward. It was a ton of pressure, and if he was on, it was good. If he was not, it was really obvious. Michael Bradley was forced to be on an island under Jurgen Klinsmann. He's not going to be asked to do all that much under Bruce Arena when he's got the right guys around him. Well, he's starting again, Dave, so I'm sorry to tell you that you're going to have to endure more of him whenever you tune into Iraqi television for the broadcast. (laughs) Iraqi television. I'll let you finish. 
One game is not changing my opinion on Bradley. I'm looking at the past 20 games that he's played. Yeah, but what's the one significant difference between the last 20 and the last one? The, the previous 20 the to arena's, the last one. Arena's got him. Absolutely. They went with a different formation. That's fair. Okay? That's fair. But he's going to have to continue to prove it. No doubt about it. He's got to prove it. I, 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 will, I will grant you that. I just think one game done, doesn't though. change everything. He's, he's done. His best he's days done. are behind him. He's not Clint Dempsey. Okay. All right. Dempsey had a great game. And Dempsey proved that when you've got the right guys in the right places, we can perform. He can still perform. Dempsey and Bradley are in the same boat, as far as I'm concerned. They're in the same category. Neither of them is done. Both of them have a lot of value to contribute Those to the two U.S. players national should team. be in way different categories. Same are category. We, are we talking about career? Or are we just talking about they happen to be around the same Where age? they are right now. In their careers. In their careers. They're in the same place. If not... But Clint's playing at a way higher level. Clint did it... Dude, this was one match. You're way overreacting to one match. He did it for Seattle, too. Okay, Sounders game. Great, two two matches. Great. I'm just Listen, saying. I'm I'm he's telling just coming you. Back I'm entry. not overreacting to Bradley, but I'm saying that my prediction is that under Arena, with guys around him and not having to be the only one in the center of the pitch upon which everything is based, like it was under Klinsman, Bradley will be better. I want our team to be amazing. Why don't you and want Michael think, Bradley to be amazing? I don't think he has it anymore. Oh, okay. Is my point now. The only thing Michael Bradley has going for him, Scott, uh, yeah. the only thing he has is going for himself soft eyes. is there's no one else <laughs> oh. that can play in the midfield. Uh, we have well, wingers, is, we had defenders, we have strikers, but we've said this before, we are so soft, we do not have a box-to-box defender. He and Jermaine Jones are the closest thing we have. They're both over the hill. And you know what? We're going to have to roll them out there because we don't have any other options. But that, and we've discussed this, is a massive problem for the U.S. national team. I know that in my mind that these guys, I make them out to be better than they are. That was a spanking they gave Honduras. I think tonight it's going to be tougher against Panama. Always is away from home. Always is away. I don't know if you you read the stories that last night next to the the USA hotel. I'm sure it was stupid crazy. At 1 a.m., Fireworks were going off for 30 minutes. Absolutely. It happens all the time. That crap always goes on. Yep. Now, this is what I'm excited about a little bit about the national team. We played that last game with no Bobby Wood. Right. Who I love. With no Fabian Johnson. I still really like that guy, too. No DeAndre Yedlin. And no Jordan Morris. And no Zardes. Yeah. Okay. There's depth. There is. For the first time, you can look at it. And, like, there's a guy that played... Who had the second goal? Leggett or something like that? Leggett. First goal. All right. Leggett. Obviously, I, I mispronounced it. Maybe one day someone will tell me how to say that, Brian. It's yep. Leggett. But listen, Leggett. how would we know that? I mean, this guy was nowhere near the U.S. men's national team under Jurgen Klinsmann. I understand. I, I've never heard or seen of this guy. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, we didn't get to see much of him. Right. <laughs> he scored, goes out with an injury, right? Yeah. But Arena must think enough of him if he's starting over the Absolutely. guys that are on the bench. Listen, there's guys that didn't play, right? No Bobby Wood, no Fabian Johnson. Did I already say this? No DeAndre Yedlin. Yeah. No Morris, no Zardes. Yeah. There's a, there's a deep team there. And they're young. A lot of those names that you mentioned are young. Yep. In their well, younger 20s. What's Pulisic? Is he 18, 19? I think he's, is he 18 now? 
No. <laughs> has he done his prom yet? Joke. Has he gone to his prom yet? I don't think so. Uh, it's got to be coming last up. year. Maybe last year was his prom. I think last year was his last prom. year was the prom. I think so. I think I'm sorry about that. Listen, Pulisic, one goal, three assists. Yeah. Yeah, he had a great chemistry with Dempsey. Great chemistry with Dempsey. Yeah. So, I mean, there's reason for hope. Obviously, Bruce Arena is introducing these MLS names that, that unless you follow very closely, you maybe haven't heard of. Uh, we're just warming up to MLS, which if you've heard our pod in the last month, you know this to be That's true. That's right. Listen, go, go Atlanta United. Okay. Uh, well... I can't say anything. Disapp- My Minnesota United I'm, are the laughing stock I'm, of the league. I'm kind right of now. disappointed right now. Our our star striker, who we just signed from Torino, he was on loan, but we permanently signed him. The next two days later, gets an injury. Brian out four to six weeks on international duty. That's right? baloney on international duty. Which curse yeah. international <laughs> duty. Which is a perfect segue into our show. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do something we've done before. Yeah. Usually around international breaks. Uh, we've got a very interesting time coming up in the Premier League calendar. We've got matches coming up this coming weekend. The league returns. And then right away, there are midweek matches as well. So matches Saturday, Sunday for every club. And then another match Tuesday or Wednesday for every club. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. And then the following Sunday again, or Saturday, Sunday Which as well. We, how are we going to do our – are we going to wait to the second? Yes, we are. So we are going to do tonight. We're going to preview the next two game weeks, which is for the you know, upcoming week, yeah. Saturday through Wednesday, yeah. and uh, and give you all the analysis you need for the next two game weeks. Understand now that that means you're going to have to set your lineup twice between now and next Tuesday, based on what yeah. we give you today. So we're going to go club by club in order of the table, one through twenty, and we're going to tell you. Uh, who they're playing and, and what you can look forward to as best we can. We've got some of our segments sprinkled in throughout, as we always do. In fact, we've got one right off the bat, and then we've got one at the end, which you're going to want to okay. stick around oh, for. Oh, Ryan's yeah. star-studded, inter, uh, international break-based uh, injury roundup. Find a nice seat, nice soft cushion yeah, to sit on. We need on. to get through these matches as fast as possible. Well, there aren't much review, previews. Let's set a timer. For the injury roundup, or last for time the we whole did that, thing. people thought our phones were going off. Well, yeah. that's their fault. And by people, you know who I mean. <laughs> In fact, he knows who he is right now. He knows. We don't have to say his name. Nope. He knows who he is. He knows. Uh, fun fact. Moving on. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. Fun fact: Every single club we're going to talk about, one through twenty has either two home matches or two away matches in the upcoming week. Wow. No one has one home and one away match. Isn't that interesting? Very interesting. Scott's stat of the week. Good wow, yeah. look at that. We begin with first place Chelsea. They play at home twice in the next week, first hosting Crystal Palace and then hosting Manchester City. Both of these should be entertaining at very least. Uh Guess who, especially for the first one, guess who the most fouled players are in the Premier League this season? Eden Hazard. I'll give you a hint. All three will be playing in the Chelsea Crystal Palace match. Is Ben Teke in there? You're right about Hazard. Okay. Where do you think he is on the list of the top three most? First. One. No. No. He is. Is Costa fouled more? No, but he's on the list. Okay. Pedro? No. The Zaha. number one. No. Yeah, Zaha. 
The number one most what? fouled player he, in the Premier League is Wilfred Zaha. 78. Really? He's so shifty. Yes, he is. He's what? He's shifty. 78 times fouled he's, this season. He's got wow. Hazard 75 cost us 68. Most of the stats provided to you today by 442 Stat Zone. We love them. 442 Stat Zone. Purveyor of fine Premier League statistics <laughs> and other leagues as well. <laughs> fine statistics. Very good. Very good. So, I mean, uh, there's no question. We've talked about Chelsea at length because they've led the table for what seems like forever. Yeah. Uh, so there's probably not a lot of new analysis to provide. But, I mean, is there any hesitation in playing who you have on Chelsea right now? As- injuries aside, which we'll come to, right? Yes. So yeah. there is that concern. And if you want to save it, we can save it for the end. Because at least for the Crystal Palace match, there are some things that are probably worth keeping in mind. Which, so, Brian, I've got to, I, put, I think we should re- reference it now. Okay. Because I don't want certain things to get buried sure. in the onslaught of injuries. You don't want to make people listen I, to the I, end? I'll just say this. So, in, in this, so for <laughs> Chelsea... <laughs> For Chelsea, Diego Costa picked up an ankle injury for Spain last week. Largely, any fear of injury was allayed after x-rays showed no no significant damage, and it did not... He didn't play against France today. He was on the bench, but... Precautionary. Uh, it was, I'm sure that was precautionary after he had picked up the ankle injury mere days before. Shouldn't be a miss. Thibaut Courtois has a hip injury that's being described as minor. I mean, is that a big sh- deal? But shouldn't keep him out. I okay. mean, if he right. had a, a uh, what did we say he has gastroenteritis? Yeah, well, a few weeks ago, and, right. and he and he still managed to play the match after I will after add, having you know, well, such terrible diarrhea. I, I wanted to add this in there too. <laughs> out of all the goalkeepers, Courtois cost a lot. Yeah. Okay, but he's not performing. He's not in form. And he is not even close to leading the league in saves. Well, this fact, is exactly he's not why. Even, he's not even in the top 10 in saves. We mentioned. Because he doesn't see a ton of shots. But also, when it comes to form, he is 10th. He's 10th. That's because, as we've said, Chelsea is not keeping clean sheets. No. They and haven't so been. giving they, up a goal. They're giving up a goal what's weird, yeah, a though, lot. What's weird, though, is that when you look at the clean sheet statistics... The Chelsea defenders are all at the top. Yeah, that's they from all earlier. have thirteen or yeah. twelve. And what did they do? Like eight in a row or something like that? Yeah, Seven exactly. in a row. And I, you're right. So the other one we talked about last week was Hazard, whose the expectation was prior to the international break, ten to fifteen days. So I would say of all the of all the big names that are injured for Chelsea going into this, Hazard's the most the most iffy. Yeah, the, okay. I assume he makes it back from Manchester City. If he but he might miss Palace. the Palace game. Right. So that's a guy that, I mean, I had him. I've had him twice this season. Was happy to dump him the last time I had a chance. And I feel like there are it, other it guys. Matter. Yeah, there's a bunch of other guys form. in that price range. I think there's other guys in form that might even be cheaper than, than Hazard. Yeah, for sure. I'm not risking him not playing in one of these games, especially... It's so tricky, man. It's so tricky with these games so back-to-back. Now, they're not double match weeks, so you'll be able to make at least a change or two. Right. But I remember the last time that they did this, and this happens a lot, there was a lot of guys that we thought 
you know, would, would be starters, and they weren't starters. They ended up sitting. And I just wonder, you know, I'm going to be have my eye especially on this. It's just tough, though, man, because they'll split those games up midweek on the Tuesday and Wednesday. And obviously, if it's a Wednesday match, you just throw yeah. your hands and up. And there's no injury protocol, which we discussed at length right. last week, to, to help us out. The transfer casualties are going to be the same guys. Yes. It's going to be Pedro and Sesk and Willian. Yeah. And depending on Hazard's injury... Hazard. I, I, the so, defenders. Yeah, so that's the one. I would say that's this. the one group the of defenders people. won't be changing. Right. So feel safe playing in defenders. But man, seriously. safe safe enough. That's the thing. Mm. I think I think right now the the guys that have distanced themselves. I don't know how Gary Cahill, but Gary Cahill has has distanced yeah. himself, and Alonzo's distanced himself from every from all the other players. All right. Now, and watch this be the week where as right. comes back with two twelves or something. like of that. Of course. So. I, to me, all of these, all of the Chelsea players are. I mean, you, you're assuming the risk. I think with Hazard, if you still are going to run him out there, Costa's still the man up. For are we him. okay to move on to Crystal Palace? He's got a club history. Let me bring up one quick thing in terms of real life. You know, we we gave some fantasy analysis. Now, real life question here: We were waiting throughout January and February for injuries, fatigue, something to happen to make the title race interesting. Never happened. It has not happened. But we have a few. Injury potential. That's true. Issues. Yeah, we got a tough opponent in City coming up. Palace has played better, and Palace is desperate. And they're For desperate. whatever desperation matters into a, a match, how hey, that factors listen, in. April and May, you get some weird results on paper and, because of that. And I, I was gonna, I'll say this, and I'll bring this in more detail later. Palace's defense, your boy Mamadou Sako, has okay. been unreal. In fact, he's arguably been the best informed defender the last three weeks. Yeah. Crystal Palace has produced results the last three weeks. I fully am aware that I, I have this feeling like I'm grasping at straws when I when I raise these points. Because it, it just feels ridiculous. It feels like Chelsea has this title mm-hmm. in hand. I agree. But it has the faintest whiff of what we've been waiting for. <laughs> doesn't it? Faintest. Yeah. Well, to go back to back, yeah. I mean, Crystal Palace after... After a long break, and then and then to play City right after that, and City is uh, they're uh, firing on most of their cylinders, if not all of them. I feel like City they're, is. They're I feel like City's playing Arsenal great this weekend. Anyway, I can't. They're so good. I can't wait to see that. One of the things that we like to do occasionally, especially in weeks where we don't have matches to review, is to do an unofficial, incomplete club history of yeah. one particular club. Uh, we started this series over the summer. This past summer, and uh, and start at the bottom of the table. You know, clubs that maybe you know we didn't know much about, right. didn't watch much, at least as much as the top six or seven clubs in the league, uh, to get to know them a little bit more leading into the season. But but Dave, you actually had a special request. You thought this was a good week to do Chelsea. Yeah. So I did a little bit of research. This is very, very incomplete, but sure. I think it's interesting. It's, well, that that means it's perfect. It for all the starts just outside of the gates of hell <laughs> in a little town where baby satan i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and spent. interestingly chelsea has a long history the, the club started in 1905 but much of their success didn't start until this past 20 years okay really the n- late 90s 
and the 2000s is where the bulk of their successes come. In fact, if you look at their, and I'll just jump right into their successes, their trophies, uh, they have won five league cups uh, starting, the first one was in 64 and 65, that particular season. And then 97, 98, 20 years ago, and then two in the 2000s, and then they won in 14, 15. So, you know, a wide range. They're, they've won seven FA Cups. Uh, but again, six of those seven was in the last 20 years, the last one being in 2012. The first FA Cup and the only one outside of the last 20 years was back in 1970. So very sporadic success early on, and really none until after they'd been around for at least 60-plus years. So the last 20 years, and you got to really say, I know that it wasn't, all of this 20 years, but the, the the major part of their success has been in the Roman Abramovich era, their current uh, club owner. The, le- the the club has won five league titles, the most recent one being, uh, I guess, two seasons ago in 14-15, but fun fact, outside of the three that they won in the 2000s, remember that? Uh, unfortunately. Uh, they, the only previous club uh, league title was back in 1954 and 55. So again, you got one success back in the mid 1900s, and then yeah. everything has been more recently. And then, of course, they won their uh, one and only Champions League in 2011, 2012. Remember that one? The Real one Madrid, Didier Drogba, never should have won. Never have won, but they did. Did I say Madrid? I think it was Bayern, not Madrid. Anyway, uh, and then they won the Europa League. They beat Barcelona in the semifinals. That sounds right. I remember because. It crazy was, success. It was a it was a crazy like one nothing game. Wonderful match. Wonderful match. Fernando Torres had the winner. And then Europa League in 12-13, the following season, their one and only Europa League. Uh, I think the most interesting parts of their history are everything to do with their stadium. So they play in Stamford Bridge, as most of us probably already know, and they have been there for their entire history. The stadium opened in 1877. Chelsea moved in when they opened in 1905. So They've been there ever since, which now I guess is like 112 years. Fun fact, Stamford Bridge was not built for Chelsea FC. In 1905, the stadium was first offered to Fulham. Remember them? Yeah. Fulham FC. Mm-hmm. They turned down the chance to move to Stamford Bridge. Hold on, hold on, stop. So someone just built a stadium, and then they said, hey, Fulham, you want to come over? No. Hey, Chelsea, you want to come over? Is they that- didn't even You're- exist. They started the club and entered into the stadium, 1905. Crazy, Really? Right? Yeah. They, they, they started. Someone, someone created, yeah, well, yeah, if they've got Fulham this... doesn't want to come over, let's just start our own club. Myers family. Yes, that's exactly right. Nice work, Fulham. They are right across the street, they being Stanford Bridge <laughs> and Chelsea FC. Stanford Bridge is right across the street from something called the Brompton Cemetery. This is, this is the most interesting part, so I'm going to spend most of my time on this. Okay. Right across the street from this tiny little cemetery, Brompton Cemetery. Uh, I... I copied and pasted the paragraph from the club's website. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But basically, fans uh, have done so much traveling to the stadium through the cemetery that they created a trail. It's now called the Brompton Cemetery Trail. And <laughs> it goes right through the cemetery. And what the, the club's website makes clear that what most fans, when they walk through the cemetery, don't know is that many of Chelsea's significant figures are buried in that cemetery right across the street from Stamford Bridge. Wow. Brian, this makes things so crystal clear. This is where the gates of hell are summoned. <laughs> As uh, people are walking, yeah, and it could be where, where the cemetery of the dark arts takes place. It explains exactly. a this lot. Explains everything. <laughs> yeah, the well, Brompton Cemetery Trail. Hey, I'm not going there. Gateway to hell. No, I'm not going there. All right, I will. Sorry, Scott. Go ahead. No, no, that's perfectly fine. I, I don't disagree. 
so anyway, that's that's a little bit about Chelsea. I I wanted to close by reading this little limerick. Oh yeah, sure. That yeah. I wrote. You've done that before, yeah. I think. Uh, once or twice, yeah. Uh, I like Ryan. That. Is there a chance we get a dirty limerick today? Zero percent. Mm. Yeah, I censor myself. I that's a shame. Um, Don't. Most, mostly because of Facebook. But oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So okay. without further ado, here is the Chelsea limerick. Sure. I think you'll see the pun early on. Okay. All right. All right. Sure. Little hidden gem, Easter egg inside the limerick. All right. Anyway. Boy, I can't wait. Built up way too much. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Chelsea's title conquest is giving me the blues. When the season started, I missed all the clues. With Costa the pest and Louise's hair nest. Oh. It's their effing fault this season's a snooze. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I like well that. Well done. I can't clap because I'm too busy swiveling. But <laughs> I'm swiveling more in the honor of that limerick. Wow. Thank you. Appreciate well done. That. Uh, so anyway, that's just a little bit about Kelsey. Uh, Kelsey. Chelsea. Chelsea. The other female name. Uh, and uh, and so they've got two home matches. We'll see how they do. Maybe there's a chance we get some drama still. Second place is Tottenham Hotspur. They traveled twice in the next week. They'll play at Turf Moor against Burnley and then at Swansea. What's interesting to me about this match yeah. is yeah. that Tottenham's playing two bottom table teams. Mm-hmm. Bottom half, yeah. Neither game feels easy. No. Playing at at Burnley and at a, sort of a resurgent Swansea, these games don't seem easy. No. Uh the two guys, if you have the guts to play both Delhi and Christian Eriksen, okay. that's guts. I think it takes guts to do that. If you had done that, you were smart. So good on you if you did. The stat that I saw floating around a few times, Scott, you may have seen this because it involves your guy, Steven Gerrard, is All right. Delhi has played 60 Premier League matches. He's had a hand in 36 goals Okay, in his total minutes on the pitch. Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard had six goals and four assists after their first 60 wow. appearances. That's a lot. A lot yes. less. So he's played, uh, I'd say, significantly more total minutes than they have. Seven, almost six, six and 700. Okay respectively, between Gerard and Lampard. Sure. But I think the point is just that Delhi is... He's on track. Delhi is on a different track. He's on his own track right now. Yeah. He's almost on a Pulisic track. It's with... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's in conjunction with Christian Eriksen, who... Since the start of 2015, the 2015-2016 season has 23 assists, which is tied for the most with your guy, Mesut Ozil. So just knowing that those two guys are there, that in, the, that in, in such a short amount of time, they have two guys who are... I, they're not rampaging through by any means, but I would say they're just such bright young, amazing talent. There's, I just want to say that yeah. they don't need that sort of introduction. <laughs> Every, everyone knows watching them how good they are. 
Well, However, and on top of their assist numbers that you you gave, we mentioned last week that Erickson's equaled his goal tally from last year already. Right. You have every reason to believe he's going to exceed that in these last what nine matches or whatever yeah. is left. Uh, and so there's so many dynamics at play in these two matches when you look at your Spurs players. First of all, I don't see anything here that says do anything different with your Spurs players. No. Walker, Delhi, Erickson, right. obviously Kane no longer an option. Um, but there's nothing here. Other than maybe, I mean, uh, maybe even Larice, mm-hmm. if you have him. I don't know why, but if you do, you know, I wouldn't maybe change playing him either. And the reason is because Spurs showed last week what they could do without Harry Kane. The real question is, and this is where I was referring to the dynamics at play, are Spurs going to spur, as Dave likes to say, uh, the Arsenal fan? Or are they going to do what they did pre-international break when they you know, dominated in their first match without Harry Kane. You just don't know. But I think you got to roll with the dice and say, play your Spurs. Yeah. They're, they're, they're coming in playing pretty well. Yeah. They haven't had any major injuries. Well. Harry's coming back. But, I mean, we said last week, Harry who? Yeah. Son played well. He'll play again. I mean, look, they got at Burnley, at Swansea, Watford, Burnmouth at Palace, and then they play Arsenal on April third at the end of April, and obviously Arsenal's in great form. (laughs) So I mean that's a pretty easy schedule. The last two times that Spurs played at Burnley, it was a draw. One was in the FA Cup in 2015, and then another time in the spring of in April 2015, one 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 and nil nil. The two draws. I imagine there. one of those score lines might be this. I would. I would think one one. Yeah, I mean the question is, can Burnley score goals against Tottenham? Adam Gray's been in good form. Yeah, I mean, I just wonder. I just wonder what those. I just wonder what what they can do against Tottenham. And the same thing, you know, Tottenham at Swansea. I mean, I'm, I just feel like. I just don't imagine a gigantic offensive letdown all of a sudden. All right, Kyle Walker. What about him? What, what am I supposed to do with him? His last five weeks, one, one, six, one, and eight. I think you eight did. being for, okay. I'm sorry, it was eight, one, six, and one, one. Plan. Even if Spurs struggle, it's going to be nil, nil. It's going to be low scoring. Let me take you back to one or two podcasts ago when you were yelling at me for having Marcus Alonso. Instead of Kyle Walker, I think you just—if you have no. Kyle Walker, okay, that's I, fair. I, to to me, he, I, if you want to have multiple six-dollar-plus defenders, you can do that. That's just a lot of money to have wrapped up in defense. So, I agree. But if you have an anchor, like a one-defender anchor, whether yeah. Chelsea defender or Kyle Walker, or prior to this, Sheamus, my. Here, here's my point. When I said that yeah. a couple pods ago, Walker was coming off a 6-11, in a row. Yeah, and I can do was, that again. Because he, he is a mad bomber. Now, he's kind of gone on a little bit of a cold streak. Yeah. Again, I'm just... Now, again, we've talked about this. Spurs schedule is going to be great. You're overthinking. Yeah, Spurs schedule is great. Kyle okay. Walker. Play him. Right, These right. two weeks. I'd bet on it. What about Sun? 6.9 midfielder Sun. Playing, he, playing striker for Harry Kane. Does he well, play both matches? 
No, I mean, if you want to, if you want to do, I feel like in this next few, it's the same. It would be the same thing. We can talk about it. uh, We can talk about it in a little bit too. Uh, It would be. I would think of him the same way for a few matches. The way uh, our how to say person is later. All right. I think that there's a lot of value. Oh boy. I just think that 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 he's a he's a you know he's going to start. You know he's going to be playing up front. So it's him and to me, it's him and Delhi. It's Erickson feeding those guys and any three of those. I mean, you, hopefully you already have one of the two main guys. But I don't see why it's a problem at all to have Sun. At least for the next couple of weeks. All right. Sun, well, listen, Sun's a 6.9, right? Would you yeah. rather have him or Josh King? I mean, I have Josh King, so I'm. I feel like I feel like King's the answer. I feel like King's the answer. That right? I have. Would you rather have him or Pedro at seven point two? Pedro. Would you rather have him? Well, Lalana's hurt. Well, but I was actually going to say I have Lalana at seven at seven point zero. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to sell him probably this week. Okay, and so okay, I'm not buying Sun. Really? No. To me, if you listen, if you have a guy that's like that's gonna get that like if if all of a sudden you're looking, you're scrambling around, and you have Lalana. That's we can talk about Lalana later. But if you have him that's injured and you need a quick guy to step in, why not Son? Why not him as a as for a couple weeks? I don't understand. Ross Barkley, seven point one. You'd rather right. have Barkley than Son? I think so. With the Spurs' upcoming schedule, yeah, and Son's playing in the striker position. Listen, I understand Everton's got right. two tough matches. But I disagree I, completely. I would rather have Sun. Um, I have money in the bank, so I don't have to worry about that problem. Okay, I'm probably going to go with Erickson, to be honest. Yeah, with it you. really depends on your. It really depends on your situation, and that's why I feel like if you're if you're just looking at well, if you're just looking at straight up money, I'm going to sell this guy and take in this guy, and I got to do it as close to even as possible. It's an easy. You know, you can go, you can go down in price if you got to sell Alana now to get Sun. So I mean, I just I, yeah. There's plenty of like if it was me for the rest of the season and I had to choose between him and Sane, Leroy Sane from City, I'd probably take Sane because I know he's going to be out there most of the rest of the time. Son is just a Harry Kane replacement for now. And he, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, I think one of these two matches, Janssen's going to start in place of him. Just have I just have that weird yeah, feeling. Come on, I'm telling Pochettino you, Pochettino hates him. This is a good time for what segment we like to call Scott and Dave have a bet. <laughs> What's on think, the line? I was going to say, I think we've said about four things we could bet on. I'm not sure uh, what you want to choose here. Your bet is okay. that in one of the next how many matches, mm-hmm. Janssen will start up front for Spurs, not Sun. There's a Saturday a week, a midweek, and then another weekend Three, I mean, that's three, three matches I, in eight days. I don't think he starts. I think Pochettino hates You don't him. think he starts any so of the three Dave matches? Says, oh, oh, that's a Johnson does game. not start Dead. at all in any of the next nope. three Let's matches. Let's say three. Three matches. Because we're, we're going Saturday, midweek, yep. Saturday. Oh, I'm winning that bet. Okay. Yeah. No Janssen to, as the starter in any of the three. Scott says he'll start at least one. What's on the line? I don't feel great about this bet. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but I'm going to take it. My my feeling about it is that you're right. I'm going to take only the bet, because but I don't this, feel great about it. Only because of the number of people who have said Pochettino must hate 
Yeah. Nah. <laughs> well, so we've said it's that. It's possible. He's gonna play. People have said that. Too many matches. The question is, is he going to start? Dave says yes. Dave says no. Scott says yes. I mean, you've already worn my Liverpool kit. So, I mean, what? You got to go shirtless in the next pod? I'm no, I'm not going to do that. We'll come up with something. <laughs> okay. But bottom line is. And I'll wear your Arsenal kit if you win. Put it on Put it on the board. That's Look, a total we are. There. We can talk That's about total. it whenever we get to him. But at Turf Moor, I don't know. I, I just I don't feel like there's the same. I mean, maybe they can get up for the match. But I feel like this is relentless Spurs. And Swansea have shipped the most goals of any team in the Premier League yeah. this season. So yeah. I, to me, this is this is more about Spurs' offense than it right. is about either team's we, defense. We we got to move on. Third place, Manchester City. Brutal upcoming week at Arsenal at Chelsea. This is uh, this is showtime for for City. I mean, this is this is who you know looking around the locker room like. Where, 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 you know, what are we going to be today, boys? Have we settled? I mean, we we've talked about how John Stones has become a potential buy. Yeah, the defense has improved. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we've got some stability up front. Sane, Sterling, and Aguero are the front three yeah. when healthy. De Bruyne is in and out of the lineup. Silva. I, think he'll, I mean, we can talk about him too because this. He's, he's so many of these up, injury right? concerns yeah. are are going to creep up too. Dave, to me, I feel like everything is in the historical City versus Arsenal statistics. And everything looks terrible from the Arsenal perspective looking at Manchester City. Yeah, no, no. City you has... Have lo- you have lost... No, never mind. No, what I'm saying is this is bad historically coming into this match because of how good... What I mean is that because of how good Arsenal have been historically against Manchester City. Yes. That this potential for City to double Arsenal this season, it's the first time it could happen since 1975. Wow. What is frightening, and I'm only hoping that oftentimes what we think will happen won't happen. I mean, right now the, the sky is falling in Arsenal. You know, Sanchez's ankle is in horrible shape, yet he goes to Chile <laughs> on international duty. Yeah. Pings went off the post against Argentina, probably should have scored, and has a goal today, has a goal and an assist against Venezuela. Um, Chile wins 3-1. Funny how that happens. But his ankle's in a horrible state. He played 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Both The sky's falling in Arsenal. City's coming off of this emotional game against Liverpool after they got beat and, you know, Pep has this, this galvanizing, um, yeah. like speech, you know, in the interview afterwards, but also his communication with his guys. So, I, listen, all the momentum's with City. Arsenal should lose I this don't game. Know. I think the history against Arsenal, plus the fact that they then turn around and play at Stamford Bridge, I would Arsenal think twice. Has played City well. Think twice. The only thing that Arsenal doesn't have going for them is Bravo's not in goal. Here's <laughs> so fair enough. Uh, Arsenal have only lost one of the last 19 home matches. Here's the other thing, too. I think this... And you want goals? Yeah. This match has goals. An average of 3.86 goals per match in the last seven. Who cares about team results, right? And right. if who's you predict not in, those goals correctly in fantasy, you win no matter what their final result Brian, is. Brian, who's yeah. not in goal for Arsenal? Peter Cech. Well... Yes, you're probably not going to have 
Petter check. Petter check. And you know what you also are going to have is... Vertically challenged Ospina? You're going to have vertically challenged Ospina. You're going to have weird, all of a sudden, disorganized Arsenal back four. And I just don't... I feel like they're just going to... I mean, it's just going to matter. Is is Alexis going to come in and, and be any kind of a spark? So I say hesitate on City. Are you saying play them? To me, the 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 thing that's sad is that you have. I, I what I was going to say is that since the earlier and or towards the early part, towards the middle part of the season, that how quick it's turned around from. There's no one on Manchester City that you should have in your lineup at all. To now, where I, I just think Sané. try. I don't know how you can get three in there, <laughs> but but if I could put three in, really for the rest of the season, I wish I could. Wow. Okay. Aguero is hard. To, I have him, and I know he's expensive, but who's taking his place? Ianacho. Is somebody we wish, is Nolito going to come in all no, of a sudden no, for no, him? No, 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 no. Aguero like that. Jesus injury just ch- that just changed the rest of his season. Yeah. Uh, to me, the the least ownable guy is De Bruyne. It's Sterling and Sane are uh, to me either of those guys are great to have. I think maybe Sane maybe more just because of ownership percentage. And then Stones now all of a sudden. Four point seven really does look like an amazing price for a guy who's going to play a lot of matches the rest of the time. Can I bring so, this up about the Browner though? What? He's second in the league in assists with to ten. Who? With ten to who? Second to who? Wilfie Sigerson. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he his he leads the league in being the most unlucky player with hitting the woodwork seven times. Wow, more than Pogba. He is third in the league in crosses, 202. I just wonder if he hasn't caught some bad breaks. Hmm. I don't care. Uh, You're talking about the second most expensive midfielder, and yet he's eighth in scoring. All of his scoring, you just gave it, is is on assists. Great. I'm going to take Firmino, Mane, Gilfi, Erickson, Deli. Hold who, on, stop, Alexis. Stop, stop, I mean, I'm going to take stop. the guys who are Firmino, scoring goals and getting Firmino assists. Firmino hasn't scored in like seven weeks. He is ahead of KDB in overall scoring simply because he scores goals, which leads to more fantasy points. I, I'm going to go with the guys who are going to score more goals and get some assists in the process, which is why they're above KDB in scoring. What do you think about... And he's $2 more, which you, pounds more, than Firmino. You have advocated... This is a time of year where you don't look. You need Fair to enough. weigh the the total scores current and form. points yeah. and yep. current form. You need Correct. to weigh both. Sure. Right? So, so two, three, one, three, eight. I'm saying that the eight against Liverpool in their last match is probably less indicative of his current form than the four matches prior to that. I think you look at the two, three, one, three. I mean, look at the minutes played in those matches. He played the full 90 in three of them. For someone I'm going to invest 10.4 billion yeah, pounds that's into. The, that, that's to me, that's okay. the reason why I'm All saying right. l- the least ownable. He's I, To me, I think because he's going to, you know, the, the, well, ch- the, per, the chance is high of him creating something. His free kicks are perfect. He puts a perfect ball into the box. There's a chance for an assist. 
there's way less chance of him to score. And there's even less chance of him playing the full 90 in both matches. This but I, that's why. That's exactly why. To me, it's if you can get Aguero, get Aguero. If you can get... And, and then just over seven for Sané and almost eight for Sterling really is a great price for two guys who, are, who, Sa- who have been in really good form. Sané 7.5, Sterling 7.7. Fourth place, Liverpool. They host Everton and Bournemouth this coming week. Uh, Saturday's uh, early morning match against uh, Everton, the Merseyside Derby. That's going to be a tasty match. It will be. Refereed by Anthony Taylor. He's no friend of Liverpool. Um, (laughs) But at the same time, he's also given out the most cards. It's not Mike Dean. It's Anthony Taylor. Giving out the most cards in the Premier League this year. Already um, a concern when you look at the fact that this is the most carded fixture in the Premier League. They love each other. So, to me, I feel like we could almost just say the same, like just talk about both. I feel okay. like because it has to, almost has to happen because of how amazing Liverpool and Everton is going to be. It's going to be amazing. Yes, I agree. Liverpool, 12 straight wins against Everton. Really? Everton's last win come at on, come on. Overall, 12 Unbeaten straight and 12 wins? straight against Everton. Their, wow. Everton's last win at Anfield was in 1999. They are 0-8-8. Eight draws, eight losses in 16 matches since then. So, and they have not won. Uh, they, so they're, but they're unbeaten at least in the last 12. This isn't even a yep. rivalry. No, it's not. You have to beat each other for their rivalry. And this then, sounds like the Ohio State-Michigan football. So we can talk about the we can talk about the other people for Everton, but I just feel like this is I, I feel like given the Seamus Coleman situation, mm. Everton like everyone has said Phil Jagielka this week saying we are doing this for Seamus. Mm. They like to me you have the the beaten dog syndrome plus Seamus horror leg injury Coleman. motivating the team. I, I think it has the potential for. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to put too much. Well, on I'll it. say this, and and this week, I don't think against Liverpool is a time to sub him in. But you know who's coming in for Coleman? It's Holgate. We can talk about that. I think it, you it depends. Avoid, you got to avoid the defense. Go ahead, Brian. Sorry, it just depends. On, We're on Liverpool. Yes. I want to talk oh, about that, Roger, in but, my face. But fair enough. But. You have Liverpool back to what in the world, as usual, a segment we like to call <laughs> Liverpool, now what? Yeah. Injury edition. <laughs> okay. Lalana, we, ha- we have to talk about this right now. Okay. Right this very second. Sure. Are you guys ready? Ready. Adam Lalana, you know this. Four weeks. Yeah. The expectation up to four weeks with a thigh injury. Sure. So, did you see it? Did you watch the. No. So. There's there were pictures on the Daily Mail of him in the tunnel, like kind of rubbing his leg. He was seen in but by the first half was having an issue with his leg, but he stayed and played the full ninety. Awesome. It it got progressively worse within the next day. Yeah. Now potentially a month out. I think this is great news for Liverpool because I think Adam Lallana has been horrible for them. I Jordan Henderson. Jordan on. Henderson. I know it. 
I can prove it in stats. He's been terrible in 2017. No one is denying that. That statistically, he's done comparative to what he had done. At, but you know, in the mid to late part of 2016, he's had a he's had as bad of a 2017, if except for illness and other things, as Mesut Urzil. Adam Alana has not scored over in his last 10 matches. He has scored three points once in nine out of the 10. It's been two or one points. Yeah. So Adam he Alana, has been fantasy wise horrible, but that also tells me he's not scoring and he's not producing assists and he's playing in a position that demands that on the field. You know, my favorite swap all year long was swapping Adam Alana for Gilfie. Uh, that seems like that was a long wow. time ago. Yeah. So Lalana's out. That's guaranteed. Jordan Henderson is still up in the air. He's training. They're like this is like race for fitness. Mm-hmm. So it was positive, but still no. There was no guarantee. Yeah. And then this week, the Daily Mail also says Roberto Firmino missed training with Brazil due to a throat inflammation. So whatever. Who knows what's going to happen with him? He can play for his club with a sore throat. Sure, that's fine. What I'm saying is, there's just a lot. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a lot to recover from. <laughs> sure. And, and who's coming in for those guys? Who does Origi says, come in? Hold on, stop. Who says? Um, I'm coached. <clears throat> there's a little tickle in my throat. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna be able to play today. There's a little tickle. Oh, you can't be sick out a little there. Little tickle man. on my throat. He's sick. And the, he's not getting paid to play for Brazil. No, no. Listen, listen. I'm fully support this. I want guys. Uh, I want guys playing in the Premier a, League. What a soft candy. I want guys ass. to be able to. Play, yeah, but what about their paycheck? He's, listen, these are exhibitions. These. Are, I don't care if it's World Cup I, qualifying. Okay, no, I'll support that. Yeah, I can't stand. I know there's no solution, but I can't stand it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I can't yeah. stand the international breaks. Yeah. But come on, if you're gonna go out. Come up with something like I threw up last night or got hammered at the club and I, I can't yeah, come in. Or I crashed my better. car into the club. Or, <laughs> yes. Listen, Anyways. what I'm saying is there's no easy substitute here. You, everyone hates Emre Chan. Mm. You hate him? He has struggled for consistency. <laughs> Firmino, Mane, Coutinho. Yeah, Vinaldum for sure. Ben yeah. Woodburn, no, no. So who's but, the other guys? We, Who else? Uh, all right, Lucas. I, yeah. No. Yeah. No. He's third string holding or, midfield. Origi will play. Do they move Origi. Where? What's my mean? Where? He'll, he'll play that wing spot. Okay. Who are you dropping into the midfield? You Coutinho? have Coutinho. Huh? You dropping Coutinho deep? No. No, 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 Origi's no, not, you, no, you have, no. you have no Wijnaldum, way. you have Wijnaldum in, in, in Sean. Origi's not playing in the midfield. He's playing do they on move, the wing. Do they move Milner, the do they move Milner up? And play, uh, I don't think, and put, no, and put I someone, think, I don't think even play, worse, I don't remember his name right back. now. Who, who is that? Moreno? Moreno, yeah, I'd forgotten his name. No, he's not playing. Okay. I mean, maybe, I, I could see that potential, that's, that's more likely than whatever, Vomit Dave spewing over here. I'm just saying, <laughs> to me, no, I'm, this you're crazy. No, I'm just I saying, think you misunderstood Chan, me. Chan, Winaldum, and Lucas makes more sense than any other permutation you're you're discussing right now. I think you misunderstood uh, me. I was saying across the the top three, Origi playing. Yeah, on okay, the wing. so who? But but who is Origi replacing up there? You've got Firmino, Coutinho, and no, Mane. No, you have Origi, 
Firmino, and Mane. And then you in the midfield behind Firmino, oh, you I have so. don't you, poo-poo this. You have Coutinho. No, I totally. Then am. you have Wijnaldum and Sean. Mm, no. No. Yeah. Will that both matches All right. that we'll e- Liverpool plays next against God, Everton and I'm Bournemouth? Right. Bournemouth? Yeah. Will there be ten total goals in those two matches? Do you think there will be ten? <laughs> no. Can we get to three two three two in both? At no. least. Close maybe, but I don't think I think All right. I I would want to set the over under at like seven and a half. For for two matches, I would consider taking the over on that. That's what I mean. I feel like this is this is the potential right now for two exceptionally entertaining matches in a row, especially Liverpool Everton. You might be right. Manchester United fifth place in the table. They will host West Brom and Everton, two top half clubs. Yeah, United. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Listen. There's no, there's no Zlatan. I mean, there's not any. Manchester United has a problem. Yeah. Manchester United has a bunch of problems. So every Belgian is hurt. And that includes <laughs> Fellaini. <laughs> All the Belgians. When we get to, we can just insert injury roundup into this. We don't have to worry about 20 minutes of injury roundup at the end. How's that sound? Fellaini, Herrera, Pogba. Fellaini's hurt. Joe Jones, injury. He missed, the, he missed the friendly versus Russia today. Chris Smalling, withdrawn from international duty after having some sort of knee injury, was wow. seen with a, a, a brace on his right knee walking around. Paul Pogba, hamstring injury that we already know about that yeah. makes him questionable for the weekend. Yeah. This is on top of Phil Jones, who we talked about, who has a, who has a potentially a, a fractured toe that could keep him out for the rest of the, the, rest of the year. And suspended Zlatan. Zlatan and Ander Herrera both suspended. Uh, Zlatan and... More, and uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger, not like he's mattered all okay. season long, but he's gone. So like, there's wait, 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 wait. Zlatan's only out for the first match, correct? right? He's only out for the yes. He'll he's be back, back on, on April fourth. So, so but, but I have a question about that. Yeah. Do you bring Zlatan in immediately? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely, as fast as you possibly can. After <laughs> I that. agree, hundred yeah. percent. I, 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 he's the he's it, your he's your one free transfer in the middle of the week. The problem is, I'm going to have to decide who I. Who is in my heart? Is there more. any way? Is it you Sergio Aguero or is it Zlatan Ibrahim? Can you get both? You've got Lukaku already, don't you? Yes, Man, that's, that's the a, problem. Oh. So Lukaku is essential for the rest of the season, I agree. regardless of what's going on. I agree. Uh, the question is All right, Brian, you, I'm putting you on the spot. Which one? Middle of the week? Zlatan or Sergio? <laughs> got to pick one. Come on. Barring any injury news or something weird happening this weekend, which one are you? All things being equal, which one are you buying? Hold on, what's what's United's schedule? Uh, United will United be playing. Has, will host Everton. United and City goes to has, Chelsea. United likely still has two double weeks coming up, which yeah. makes the them, rest of the season. Zlatan will play. Point. Yeah, he will play. He is not coming off the no. field. No, he won't. And he's not going again. to get. In, there is not going to be another Mings incident that gets him off the pitch for I very agree. long. You're Zlatan going Zlatan. Has to be the I can see it on your face. You're going Zlatan. Because I city, see it as clearly so as the color of your shirt. price is dropping and dro- has dropped and dropped and dropped. He's never going to be a lower price than this. And Whatever. to me, there's, some, there's, there's, there's money to be spent elsewhere. Mm. The big problem is for a lot of, for me, I don't know if any of you out there are like me. <laughs> Very few people are. That's what I have you. Peter so Crouch great. on my team. You get... 
So I need to do something. You can't get rid of him. I need to make multiple moves. I thankfully still have my wild card, but I need to make multiple moves at some point. I would predict you to, have to use it now. To get money to get Peter Crouch out of the lineup. Brian, yeah. Brian, do that this weekend, and then you free up the money to buy Zlatan midweek. I need, but I need two moves, and I've already used my free transfer for the week. What did you do already? I did you sell uh, I immediately, right as soon as the transfer was available, I transferred out Chris Brunt to get Antonio Valencia. So he that was my immediate. Wait, so you transfer. didn't listen to us and wait, and wait till until after, after the international. The problem break. is it's because fantasy Premier League owners are crazy. Okay. <laughs> And they react instantly to things, and uh-huh. it, and, and so and it immediately makes prices, change. prices change too much. And at this point of the season, a tenth of a dollar yeah, can be the difference between getting one guy or not. That's yeah, that right. is the only reason All why. Right. That's fair. I and what we said, we can talk about when they're in here. It's it is related. Well, and West Brom's schedule is terrible. And I don't want to. I don't think I want to have anything to do with their defense unless I can have Gareth McCauley. That's it. I, I think I like I have sold West Brom. I'm completely off the West Brom. What what are they? They're not a bandwagon. It's not a train either. Uh, what a station wagon? Sure. Is that yeah, the, I'm off wagon. the sta- yeah. the, yeah, yeah. the West Brom station wagon. No matter what though, you have Manchester United playing against West Brom, and then they have to play Everton. Neither of those are easy. No. So. This is not. A, I, I don't know that there's any any benefit necessarily, at least in the next two, to having anybody defensively. Uh, I'll say this for United: after their next three, West Brom, Everton, Sunderland. Okay, at Sunderland, then they play home to Chelsea, at Turf Moor, at City. Those aren't easy. No, their <laughs> schedule's Those not three, great. No, but and and, and they still have and they still have to go to. Then they have Swansea home. Then they go at Arsenal, at Spurs. It's that not a great a- schedule, and Manchester City's schedule is nicer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Interesting stuff to think about there, but you guys are pretty unanimous. You want Zlatan immediately. My principals won't let me do it, but I understand. <laughs> I haven't made a decision. All Come right. On. All right. Sixth place, Arsenal hosting Manchester City and West Ham. Dave, does it know. even matter? I don't what know, do man. I don't know. I one thing, you know, the only thing that I, I don't, for an Arsenal moment, we can give an Alexis update. I okay. think I sort of already did it earlier. Yeah, he almost scored against Argentina. Pounded one off the post on a free kick, and and then scored on a free kick today against Venezuela and had an assist. Obviously, that ankle seems to be doing okay. Um. So I don't know. I I have no idea what to think about this match. I don't know what to think about them and how they play. I know their upcoming schedule is eh. I mean, it's not it's not great. I'm going to stay in this position until you're done. Brian, what do you have? <laughs> to me, the only thing that matters about Arsenal for the rest of the season is do you make every effort you can possibly make? to put Alexis Sanchez into your lineup if you don't own him already. I sold him. Tons of other people have sold him. A smaller number of people have sold, have bought him back. Do you trust him the rest of the season for your team? He's the most expensive person that you can put in midfield. <laughs> so that's I the know. question. Well, 
so if you're looking at form, the form hasn't slumped. I'm looking at what he's doing for Chile. Now, maybe it's a different team environment. I don't know what to think. He's been the one guy who's performed regardless of how the team has done. He wants to play. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if there's beef in the locker room or whatever. Whatever else is going on, he but, wants to be out there. Like he's tempted Brian, by Brian, what meat? you're saying, though, is because he's 11.6, he is the highest mid-costing midfielder. Yeah. They Although, still have... They he still is have the highest scoring person in fantasy soccer. And you know for sure they still have two a Southampton yes. reschedule and a Sunderland reschedule. Yes, they do. That will that will be at Southampton home against Sunderland. Yep. I I mean their schedule is fairly nice going out. Yes. I don't currently own him. I'm going to see what it will take to get him. My problem is, is I want to add Zlatan as well. Right. And and I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to wait at least one week, but I probably shouldn't. He'll probably be ready to play this weekend. Okay. I, I just feel like that is the question. What and do you I, think? I feel like the... You think he's going to put on his tight shorts, hug his dogs, and go out and play? My feeling is that the schedule for for Arsenal the rest of the way is too good. His <laughs> price had dipped all the way down to 11.5. This, this is a perfect example, Scott. So he was down as far as 11.5. As recently as the end of the last match week, he's already back up to 11.6. So for all of the people, for the hundreds of thousands of people who sold him in the you know the three weeks prior to that, and then especially after the ankle injury, it hasn't dipped his price. His price is back up again. I'm just saying, if you if it, to, it, that is the guy, I, I I don't know if there's anyone else that could possibly be more important the rest of the way than Alexis Sanchez. Um, if he is somehow manages to not be a weird, tiny shorts-wearing head case. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And there's no one else in and not only that, that right now. Arsenal is, Arsenal is the weirdest team ever in all of sports history, and you know it. <laughs> they have been this year. Yeah. I can't gotten, argue that. It's all right. gotten weirder. Thanks, Vinger. What's next? Seventh place, Everton, going to Liverpool and going to Manchester United. I think that the Merseyside derby is good for a Lukaku goal. Romelu Lukaku mm-hmm. is on fire. Yep. But he has scored five goals against Liverpool. Only one of them has been at Anfield. I'm not saying that he's not going to score this mm. time. I'm just saying history is not on his side in terms of it. It's only five goals, though. Who knows? He could have a hat trick this time. I'm saying it's going to be an amazing match no matter what. Can I get some stats on Lukaku? He leads the league tw- with 21 goals. He is 10th in assists. Okay. That's great. He is the top striker in form at 11.3. Yeah. No one is... I, I don't the, know, he I don't know the, what else. He has been the essential... If um, you're looking at... it, uh. Season stats and points, mm-hmm. points or points, Brian. Yeah, and then you factor in form. He has to be in your lineups. Yeah, yeah, no he has to. One guy that was also in that same status was Seamus Coleman. But uh, if you haven't yeah. heard, horror tackle from Neil Taylor, uh, season-ending injury. And look, injury. we've cursed Seamus Coleman all season long, but never ever with the expectation that it would actually work. We no, we we like Seamus. No, we more this than is like Seamus. Horrible, Sheamus. horrible. We horrible very Sheamus. like Seamus. Curse ye, 
Mm. Neil Taylor. Yeah. Mm. Curse yeah. ye. May the Lamb of God stir his hoof through the roof of heaven and kick you in the arse down to hell. <laughs> Curse, Curse ye, ye Neil, Neil Taylor. Taylor. Absolutely. You double broke his leg. This is the crap that happened to Ramsey years ago yeah. with okay. Sawcross. So, and th- this is the thing with Seamus. He'll be out for a year. The exact thing, that's exactly it. The expectation is... He won't be is, ready until... The two, the beginning of the 2018 season. 18, 18 19. Yes. Yes. The start so, of the 2000, fall of 2018. So that's the expectation. August of 2018. I, I that's saw horrible, it. man. Uh, Roto World had that exact, had mentioned Aaron Ramsey specifically yep. and said, Aaron, Aaron Ramsey said yeah. he didn't feel completely back to till, normal. Was it till after that? For 18, three years he said three years after his break and those guys have the best training staffs and facilities available to them to tra- i mean it's just amazing that's such a that's such a so bad he's deal. supposed to be discharged Curse from the hospital Neil to- Taylor. he's supposed to be discharged today from the hospital yeah. from now on every show <laughs> this won't happen we should curse neil taylor the question is <laughs> let's play a game who replaces seamus coleman is it right, yep. mason holgate or is it a straight swap with with Funes Mori? It depends Funes on tactics. Mori it depends on tactic. Has been dinged up a little bit. And does that make them both off limit? Do you trust either of those guys? I think no. No. I think Holgate comes in. I don't. I don't yet. I need to see some consistency. Kuman uh, uh, has proven he'll do a back three. He'll do a back four. Right. And that depends on who plays. That really and so I was going to say, so Funus Mori, so we've already seen Mason Holgate. When he's been out there, he's been really good. He has yeah, been good. We loved him. Which stinks that all of a sudden, went, like just as we were talking about him, is about the time when they right. started swapping him in and out. And then yep. he's been per- basically out yep. permanently. Except yep. for when they do a back three. Funus Mori, after starting eight matches in a row between weeks eight, 20 and 27, I now him. he's come off the bench for for 45 and 35 minutes in the last yeah. two weeks. And Hall, he for, against Hall, he came back in and played as a midfielder. They didn't put him in the back. He played on the same, He played on the left side with Leighton Baines, but Leighton Baines stayed as, as left back. Defender, yeah. So, I mean, and, and the way most people are describing it is, he's the like-for-like like replacement with Seamus. The question is... I th- yes. Man, that's surprising. So the question is... Do you go like they the other part of it too, the other thing that everyone's talked about is just how youthful Everton has been. Funus Mori's been I mean, dinged up a little bit, has he not? Is he on the injury roundup? He's not in the injury roundup. Do you want him to be? Well, I'm just saying if he's when, been coming off the bench. He has that little triangle set with a knee injury, seventy five percent chance of playing this well, weekend. Listen, listen, man. He's Ramiro Funus Mori. <laughs> Does that answer your I question? Like Holgate. And I think that's the play. If if I think Holgate, you're, you're way wrong. I think you're way wrong. I think Funes Mori. I don't. You know. I mean. I'll I'll effort uh, an answer on this injury. Scott, here, I'll but, take you again on this. Uh, no, one bad week is enough for me. Thanks. This is a really fun game that we played. A game we like to call. Who replaces Seamus Coleman? Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> we never ever have to talk about this game ever again in Seamus Coleman's career history. This sucks, man. Yeah. What's next? What's next is West Brom 
Wow, he was taken off on a stretcher holding his knee. Funes Mori. Uh-oh. Against Argentina today, which would explain it. We're going to have to edit all this. So it's way too soon to know beep, what's going to happen. Beep, beep. It's a, you're, you're, is that your the truck you're backing up, Scott? You're, <laughs> you're backing up there on, on, on the, the Holgate Funes Mori thing? Well, sure. Okay. Sure. I'm going off the information I have. Well, I mean, so, it so sounds like I. Holgate. It sounds like you didn't have all the information. Well, you didn't either. I did. You got lucky. On I said way. he was injured. Eighth place, West Brom. <laughs> they will travel to Old Trafford, and they will also play at Watford. Vicarage Road. So at United, at Watford. Take it away. You, Brian, you've already made your intentions clear. Maybe McCauley, otherwise no, no way. No, but I, I, I think we talked about this last week. Yeah. I'm, I'm selling all West Brom. I don't like their schedule. Their schedule's horrible. Yeah. I'm not risking. I don't think they're. they're I don't think they're getting any clean sheets. I'm not goal. Uh, what do you like to call it? Goal uh, searching. Goal explosion. Goal chasing. Goal. You're goal not chasing, chasing Thank goals. Thank you. I'm not chasing goals yeah. with defenders. Therefore, I'm selling. I did. I, I don't own any baggies. Interesting. I still have Macaulay, and because I've got Seamus and Lalana. And others who are hurt, I'm probably not going to be selling him yet. But I, I get it. I, yeah. I completely no, get it. I, to me, just because how, just because of how safe Macaulay has been, and the like, it's and you saw that all of a sudden Craig Dawson can fly in out of nowhere and head the ball into the net as a million times. It felt like, I mean, those those defenders that get into the box seem like they have the better chance. Brunt, you know, on the on one side is going to take corners and maybe free kicks, but. But Chadley's going to take them on the other side. I mean, it's not like they're going to move. It's not like they need Brunt on free kicks everywhere on the on the pitch. So that's a, that was why. Like I know when Brunt, when West Brom had such a great run of matches, everyone was kind of on Matt Phillips when he was when he was healthy. Absolutely. And you know, it looked like Morrison was really in form there for a minute. Rondon was good for uh, for a couple matches. Yeah. And then just completely went to nothing. And yeah. so it just seems like other than those couple defenders who all of a sudden decide to kick the ball into the net, I mean there just isn't anybody. Mm. If you wanna if you wanna take a chance on Hal Robson Canoe no. or no. or somebody no. else that's on there, I, I just don't feel like it's worth the it's, I agree. Especially when there are way cheap guys who are in form or who have good schedules. Yep. Looking at Josh King still and Zaha and Ryan Frazier and a lot of those other guys that are good. cheap guys. Very good. Ninth place, Stoke. They will travel to Leicester and they will travel to Burnley, Turf Moor. Do you want to own anyone on Stoke City whatsoever? Not a bit. No. Nope. Not one person. No. No. Nope. And now the Barahino and Peter Crouch thing to me, it makes... It, it, yep. We've already said it eliminates Peter Crouch. And Barahino, in fairness, has not done much, specifically in fantasy, especially. Well, he can't walk right. <laughs> he's too big. Since he started. So, yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, as far as Stoke goes, we can move right on. Tenth place, Southampton. They will host Bournemouth and Crystal Palace. I, lo- I love that that just happened. <laughs> what? Fantastic. Keep it moving. You're right. There's nothing there. How about Southampton, though? Gabby Adini, yes. what do you got? No. Gabby Adini is still a wait and see. Okay. Gabby Adini is still, fingers crossed, let's hope that it's that his groin injury is not as bad as we hope as we think. 
I Southampton is one of those, along with Manchester United, that have a lot of matches to play. And so the guys that are the, the obvious guys are Tottich and Redmond. Those, are they that obvious though? To me, Tottich is. Uh, is he for, gonna play? Yes, he's gonna play. He's gonna play all the matches in the double game weeks? Sure. Why why not? I don't know. What about James Ward Prowse? He doesn't I don't like that guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Tadic, uh Tadic is not going to I don't you're right. I don't think Tadic is going to play the full 90 minutes every single match cuz he just doesn't do that very often. He I'd say looking just look at look at since week 15. Brian. Do you know who's in who's third in midfielder form right now? Dusan Tadic. That's right. He at $7 and hardly anyone has him. Right. Uh, has had a pretty good run of weeks here every week that he's been in uh, mm-hmm. at least in the last at least in the last five what I'm saying is you you want to increase your chances you know with guys that play you know I think you increase your chances with the with people who play the entire match of course you're gonna of course you'd rather yeah. have a guy that plays 90 minutes than 68 or 70 or 81 like you don't want the guy to get subbed off but I think, you know, obviously if something happens where they say Gabby Adini's done for, you know, until the May or something like that, if it's if it's something where they're going to lose a guy like that and have to recover back to the way they were, then yeah, I think maybe you rethink it. But uh, the other part of it is I think their schedule also looks really good. At least for the next, at least for the next three, it's great. Home to Burnmouth, home to Palace, home, or then out West Brom. That's, well, that's not... Those are as good of yeah. matches as you're yeah, going to get at I this agree. point in the year. I'm going to go ahead and say, though, that if you need to bank some money somewhere to buy Alexis or Zlatan or Aguero mm-hmm. or some of these high-dollar guys we've been talking about, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm coming back to JWP. Five pounds. Okay. He's scored 10 points in two of the last six matches. Another match, he had a six. Now there's one match he didn't play. That is the risk. I'm not saying you start him every match, but I'm saying if you need to bank some money at, and buy someone at five pounds as a fifth midfielder, he's not a terrible choice. With all those matches, I, I think there's a, a, a bit of form there for him. I'm yeah. just saying it's not he's horrible, an option. Scott, but I mean, Josh King's like 5.6. True. I mean, I just, I was looking at And Zaha as I'm, well. I've been looking at yeah. my team. I, I have not even listened to the last five minutes of the pod because I was looking at making transfers. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> I just made, I just made room. Should we do this in a different room? <laughs> I just made room to get Zlatan, getting rid of Heaton for Pickford and Holgate for Funes Mori. And next thing you know, I got Zlatan. I haven't saved it, but you know, I, I never click save. But yeah, I'm but just saying, you're also, I what, hear was you. It negative eight to do that? Yeah, yeah, but he's got to make big moves. Matter. He's got to be bold oh, yeah. now. You got to be bold, Scott. I don't think you can recommend that. Hey, it's not duplicatable for listeners on Ryan, our podcast. What's going on with with Manolo? Oh, Manolo! Oh, Should we restart Manolo. this segment? Was that was that part that I missed? <laughs> what? That was the very about. first thing. Wait that and that see, Scott. Dave. Am I gonna have to re-listen to the editing see. to figure out what I need to do with Manolo? Yes, yeah, you're gonna have to edit out that whole question. But you, can, if you want to sing <laughs> Manolo, Nolo, Nolo again, you can <laughs> That's do all that. He was this. Trying to do. Add it in between where Scott said, "What about Manolo Gabbiadini?" And I said, well, "We're still in a wait and see pattern." <laughs> so you can add it in there if you want. <laughs> Go for it. We're going to the bottom half of the table now. 
Bournemouth. They will go to Southampton and Liverpool. Up the cherries. Josh oh. King. Josh King. You said yeah. before we started recording, Brian, Ryan Fraser, there's some news about Ryan Fraser. Yeah, Ryan Fraser had a knee injury, so he was supposed to feature uh, this past week for, for who? Scotland. They were oh. going to play Canada, but a knee injury, it was a freak swollen knee the day of the match. So this was last Wednesday. Sounds like more of a national team issue than a club issue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just seems like this is a... Was gonna. I, I think to your point, Scott. When it comes to country, yeah. those guys, the clubs aren't. I, I mean, how much say do clubs have over what a player does for their national team? I mean, ultimately, maybe the more player, than think. The player has has the say, but the club can can definitely influence it. And uh, I mean, you don't hear much about clubs absolutely overcoming a player's will. Right, but um, but they definitely can speak pretty pretty firmly mm. to it. Yeah, and so that's I mean that's exactly it. I mean he he's the guy we know what kind of a spark plug. Yeah, he's yeah, been. but really you're banking on PK assists, right? I mean, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of, or or he's not, or bombarding raiding runs he, into the box and. And dropping it off, all, right? Assist. All of a sudden, getting an assist somehow <laughs> that may involve someone else kicking the ball from a spot. Right. Uh, the guy that the guy that it's Josh I King. think the past few weeks have shown the guy that throws a little bit of a wrinkle into the Josh King thing is Benekafobi. Yeah, it you're is. right. So you're uh, right. You know, if a phobie keeps starting and he keeps yeah, being the one that starts, he's the one Josh way, King. way, way up front. Josh King. Josh King's the been a great most informed midfielder. Yes. Yes, but ranked at eleven point seven. We said last week, and you though, know who's who's sixth in striker form? Benicophobia. Yeah, we said last week too that their results have turned around, and it's coincided with the current formation. A phobie's. I mean, I'd be surprised if he's not up there with Josh. No, King. he no, he, he'll be starting. The, he'll. I mean, it'll be. There's the no reason Eddie Howe should change it. Yeah. So I mean, you're right. You're right, Brian. And then ultimately, you know what happens when Ryan Fraser creates the penalty kick opportunity? Who takes it? It's whoever, apparently, whoever feels more like it at the moment. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's the other thing. That hurts Josh King's value. Right. So Josh King, I mean, you can't argue with the form of eight goals and an assist in his last eight appearances for Bournemouth. 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 <laughs> but, <clears throat> yeah, I, it makes me a little bit nervous. A little bit. Yep. He's still the guy. I mean, he's still been. I mean, he's been absolutely amazing. Five point six, low risk. Right. Yep. And so a lot of people, I definitely think a lot of people that you know that didn't have the king, if they had listened to us mm. right away. Oh yeah. Or if we had listened to ourselves, I'm not going to throw everyone else out the window. The uh, fact is, it just makes me a little nervous with with Benicophobia. And if fixtures matter, and they do. Even though they're on the road for the next two matches, there's goal scoring opportunities at Southampton and at Liverpool. Yeah, uh, to uh, uh, outside of Josh King, and then a Phoebe Fraser. I other than that, Charlie Daniels, maybe uh, if you feel like owning a guy, uh, and then maybe Boric, maybe. Uh, but Boric me. is in that same. To me, Boric is the same. He he's more expensive than the cheap guys. I, I, he's on my all tattoo team, but he's not mm, on my real team. I, I, 
Brian, your, your point's valid though. He's more. He's not a ton. He's not a ton more. I mean, four at four and a half right now. But but Pickford is it a four point? Pickford's a four point one. Yeah, and Yakupovitz is at four point yeah. seven. Four point nine. Yeah. So anyway, that's I all I want to say about those guys. I had some post dinner Yakupovitz. Oh, nice. That's good. Oh good. <laughs> Twelfth place, West Ham. Go to Hull and then to Arsenal. Hey, is this weird? Hall are undefeated against Hammers at home. Huh. Like they have all two, time? two wins and two draws against West Ham Not United. A lot of history there, Brian. Not many. <laughs> I'm just saying. Wow. Is that the thing you thought I was going to say about no. about Hall? So you're no, saying Yakupovic? Listen, I can easily no, see I'm one, not, one I'm draw. Definitely not one one draw on this one though. I mean, you can see that you can see that streak continue. No way. You can totally see that streak continue. West continuing. Ham might lay the hammer down. No. Guess who is Lanzini with a brace and Carroll with a Marco Silva. It's going to be five nothing. Marco Silva has Hall playing respectably. Guess who Hall's leading scorer is this season? Omar Nias. No. Kurt Curtis Davies. No. Robert Snodgrass. And he plays yes, for, Robert for Snodgrass for is Ham. Hall's <laughs> leading scorer for the season. How long ago did Robert Snodgrass go to Hall? Two plus. It's two been months, a while. Two months. Yeah. Here is this is you want to be um, amazing stat mind blown. We should end the podcast as fast as possible because mm. we've been talking about this for two hours. True. Right. West Ham United have conceded more goals in the first fifteen minutes than any other club. Hmm. Hull has conceded more goals in the last fifteen minutes than any other club. Guess which teams have given away the most penalties this season in the Premier League? Hall and, Hall West, and West Ham. Interesting. You want to see 12-12? You might get 12-12 with six, with six goals happening for both clubs in the first and last <laughs> I was 15 to say, minutes. I'm only tuning into the first <laughs> yeah. quarter and the last that quarter. That is a great stat, Brian. Stuff, Brian. Let's talk about how to say yes. a particular West Ham United hammer. Can we get music for this? I don't think we can work something out. Can we get... I want you to pick. I need Get Off of My Cloud by the Rolling Stones. Okay. Which, of course, the chorus of that is, Hey, you, get off of my cloud. <laughs> Got you. Okay. Or, You and I by One Direction. You know, I don't think I ever knew that that was cloud. Hey, you, you thought it was clown? get off of my... I don't know what he said. Huh. This week's How to Say is so simple, you can understand what it is even if you're a member of One Direction. This French-born Ghanaian footballer (laughs) is the subject of a career-long bet between Scott and David. He's Ghanaian? He was born in France, but his parents are from are from Ghana. Really? For the record, I don't think his father is a his father is a is a was an outstanding footballer uh, himself. I'm not gonna say it. It runs in his family. I mean what? I don't think we have to wait his entire career to see who wins this bet between Dave and I. It's a it's a question of whether or not he's gonna be a great West Ham player. This French born Ghanaian footballer is the subject of a career let me finish this. <laughs> yes, the subject yes, sure. of a career long bet between Scott and David. Scott believes that and- Andre will never have the impact at West Ham that he had at Swansea. While David believes that Scott is crazy and that Andre will be the greatest footballer in West Ham history. <laughs> I'm winning that bet. The winner of the bet, <laughs> which we may not find out who that is until 2025, receives a one-week supply of delicious Cheddar Bay biscuits from our friends yeah. at Red Lobster. Yes. 
Yes. So I'm excited to eat those biscuits, Dave. Thankfully, the point of this segment is quick and easy. His name is Andre Morgan Rami Ayu. Ayu. Oh, but A-U. is it Andre or Andre? It's Andre, man. Andre. It's overthinking this. Uh, Ayu. 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 Hold on, he had a few middle names. Say them again. Morgan Rami. Morgan Rami. R A M I Rami. But those are two different, two different names. Probably family. Right this moment, he is. You don't don't look for this in a, in few. If you're listening to this at some point in the future, <laughs> uh, currently he's the cover story on PremierLeague.com. Plugging the site is plugging him as a good replacement for Mikhail Antonio. You really mm-hmm. wanna you really wanna roll the dice. Seven point one Andre Ayu. Sounds uh, like I don't, I don't hate backing it. what I've been saying, Scott. I don't hate it. Do you buy him or son? I want son. I want there, the I guy mean, who's okay. serving. I, I tell you, though, that's not bad. It's Barkley, not bad at all. Barkley. Ayu's not bad. No, Barkley not. or Ayu? Ayu. Hammers are going to two hull and two Ayu. arsenal. You want Ayu over Barkley? Okay. Yeah. All right. I do. If he's playing in the if he's playing the Antonio role, then yes. And he's his form's been pretty good. He's been in form. I know. He's scored he's scored multiple times since and even when even if it was and, as and, a sub. And, and I was gonna say he was doing it most of those as subs. We'll see. I mean I I still I mean Andre Ayu last season, beginning of last season with Bafamiti Gomez. Did I say that right? No. Remember how startable <laughs> they were for Swansea? Everyone yeah, was they there. were essential at the start of the year. If you had them at the beginning of the season, last season, if you had yeah. Gomis and IU at the start of last Absolutely. season, you got a nice, good cushion to start with. And kudos to you, Scott. You started them from the beginning. I absolutely did. Uh, I, I'm going to keep playing this game. IU or Pedro? Man. This isn't even that hard. It's Pedro. Guys, come no, on. No, it's not. It's Pedro. No, it's not. It's not. It's if, not. if I have to keep one fact, for the rest of the bet, season, or if bet. I got one for the next three weeks, Pedro seven point two. I would I would bet that IU outscores Pedro the rest of the season, assuming Pedro's they play last, the same amount of games. Pedro's last five. Well, it's a, I, you can't take that part out though. You can't take that part out. Do you want Pedro or do you want IU for this week or for the rest of the season? Starting this week. Which one would you buy? For just one week, week or for the rest of the season? I mean, you have. I mean, <laughs> I, don't, I, would I don't make transfers. I don't make transfers for one. week. I would want Pedro this week, and but I would I would prefer IU for the rest of the season. All right, okay. I don't make transfers that way, but that that's fine. That that that, that is an answer. Anything else? <laughs> nope. I don't know. It's all the same. It's all the same guys for West Ham. I just don't see IU in that level yet. I, I know the price is all the same, but... you got to see it before it happens, Scott. got to see I it. don't have the vision for Andre well, IU. What, what about Lanzini? Lanzini? Only at home games. 6.4. Only home games Lanzini's, for Lanzini. Lanzini is a, Lanzini's well, a hey, steal right now. The next two are away, so IU, right? Don't, exactly. Don't play Lanzini. All right, next, Burnley. They will host Tottenham and Stoke this coming week. Can't wait for nil-nil Stoke against Burnley. That'll be fun. You guys bringing Ben Mee back into your lineups? No. I don't, I, think I'm, I don't think I'm touching anyone on Burnley at all. All right. Yeah. Very good. How about Watford? They will host Sunderland and West Brom. 
Same. No, nothing. The words dumpster fire apply here. Watford are in shambles at the moment. And everything that I wanted to have happen at the beginning of the year is now happening. Is happening. Deeney somehow, though, continues to find his way yes. on the score sheet. Into his either form. goal. Into yeah. either goal. <laughs> Deeney's not bad. Deeney is the one guy, but I mean. I mean, if, if you need to sell Gabby Deeney right now, Deeney's not a bad buy if in your place. If you're still holding on to Etienne Capoue for some reason. Why would you do that? I just feel like then you, 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 you probably stopped. Is playing. Etienne Capoue. You just did that to make him mad. Is, there, is there some sort of obligatory. Kapoo reference <laughs> required. Saying, he's still owned by a lot of people. That's all. I'm just saying. Yeah, because they're not paying attention since September when he was last relevant. Oh. What's amazing is that he has 102 points. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> point to points, Brian. <laughs> not anymore. Hey, listen, he's owned by 24.6% of that people. Is that amazing. is a ton. Insane. I'm changing it from the John Stones ownership update to, to the, the Etienne Kapoo ownership okay. update. I'm good with that. All right. Leicester City. They host Stoke and Sunderland. Leicester, to me. Bye, right? We're buying. Vardy? Mares? Yes. Listen, here's here's what I... This is is the (laughs) debate. I want to try to make my three forwards look like Zlatan, Lukaku, and Jamie Vardy. Wow, that is. You didn't say Aguero, so you made a decision. What I'm saying is, I can't. I, <laughs> right? It's right. difficult to make a do decision? that. Uh, that what that would require is having somebody that's uh, that is an uh, absolute shot in the dark in midfield. Hey, I'm gonna let you guys talk about this. I'm gonna go back to trying to make my lineup again. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it take it would take somebody exceptionally cheap in midfield, or taking the most bargain basement defenders and getting rid of anyone who's no, even remotely that. worth five. No, there's enough midfielders there, man. There's I'm enough just, midfielders there. Right. What I'm saying is, so right now for myself, I'm, I currently have Zaha and Josh King. So those are two $5 guys that are, that are occupying midfield places. It's just really hard to get to the extra money to be able to make forwards look so dynamic. But yes, Leicester City, why not? I don't know that I really want the defenders too much. Uh, how did we miss it la- uh, last week? Wes Morgan missed the first match that he's missed in 154 consecutive matches. We didn't miss it. We just didn't talk about it because he's not relevant. He, he's, owned a, he's owned a good bit. I don't care how many people own him. I care if he's relevant. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> 12% of people Listen, still have There's West a reason Morgan. why our podcast exists, and that's because people need us. Okay. They well, own I'm, Etienne Capu. Yes, for crying 24% out loud. of that people sucks. own Etienne Capu. 12% of people own West Morgan. Uh, yeah, that's a great schedule. Stoke and Sunderland back to back. I mean, I, I, I feel like this is. You know, we're back to where we are. Where Mares has been about the same price for twenty straight weeks, where he was one of the most de- desirable players to start the season. Almost how many people would have started the season with him? Mm. A ton. So he only dropped and dropped and dropped, and now he's on consecutive. You know, scored for consecutive matches. Now they get Stoke and Stoke and Sunderland back to back. I mean. This could be good. It could be good all around for those guys. And it's it could true. be good the rest of the year. Agreed. Mm. Crystal Palace go to Chelsea and to Southampton. We talked a little bit about them in the Chelsea segment, but I mean, there's some I mean, I still own Zaha. Yeah. 
I own Zaha, and I have not done anything with Patrick Van Onholt, and I don't think I don't know that I'm going to. Sure, Scott, I think I'm just going to roll the dice the rest of the year with PVA. Scott, what are you doing about Mamadou Sako? Give me his stats. I'm not doing anything with him yet. His last I, three games since yeah. he has been signed or transferred over, or since he finally made the starting lineup, six, nine, and nine. Is that clean sheets plus bonus points, or is he getting an assist or a goal or something like that in there? If only we were prepared. I'm pulling up his numbers now. What I'm saying is... Ask me that in just... What I'm saying is... No, there have been three clean sheets. Every match... And he's gotten bonus points, and and that means he's gotten bonus points in consecutive matches. My the same. It's the same thing with... He does not have any assists. But can can I tell you who they played? Home Middlesbrough. At West Brom, home Watford. Right. Look at the rest. They're going Look, to Chelsea is, and to This is where it starts. I know. They, they, Brian's been saying this. Brian's been saying they got to get their points right now because if they don't, they are yes. screwed. Yes. This is murder yep. the rest of the way. They, we know for sure they get a double game week. whoop de doo It's at Liverpool and home to Spurs. You have There is no... <laughs> But to me, there is no, almost no benefit if you're to, a defender to a defender, which is why Patrick Van Onholt doesn't really count. Yeah, because he's even though he's a defender, he's never playing as a defender. Yeah, he's yeah. playing as a midfielder. I think you'd make the mistake of I think I think you'd be buying high on Sako, and he's only going to drop. Swansea will host Middlesbrough and Tottenham. This first one is a pure relegation six pointer. Obviously, we don't need to talk about Sigurdsson. What What am I to do with uh, Martin Olsen, Brian? I'm holding him. I'm not doing yeah. anything with him. He's he is so cheap. His price actually went down. So I don't know what I don't know what you can do unless you get unless you find a way to get. You know, you could get. I, I would say the the swap would be for Alfie, Alfred Mawson, if you can do it, which is not a big which is not but a big giant. Who would you rather giant. own, Mawson or Olsen? Even um, though. Olsen's not a hundred percent for this weekend. It's a toss up. Just because Mar- just because that cannot Olsen- be your answer. I sure said, would you rather have Olsen or Mawson? You well, can't say toss up. I, I I am actively owning Olsen and not Mawson. Uh, yeah, me too. This the other swap would be for one of the Middlesbrough guys. Seriously? Yes. Middlesbrough's double same thing. Double weeks, and not the worst schedule ever. Hmm, middle interesting bro. but that's why that's not about swansea to me it's gilfie it's urente and it's alfie or martin olsen those i kind guys. of agree with brian it is kind of a toss-up those either of those guys are going to score goals on set pieces at any moment hmm. look at but olsen, they're also look at due olsen for zeros weeks. and ones like he all of them sucked against chelsea right so so he gets a he gets a, a yellow card and concedes three goals finishes with a zero Everyone sucked against Hall. He had two goals conceded and a yellow card. Finishes with zero. But the other two weeks, he scores a goal. He gets a clean sheet against Leicester and bonus points. So he finishes with 14 against Leicester. So, I mean, Alfie... And Alfie's been really good. Both mm-hmm. of those guys. I, I mean, I feel like it's... I, the reason why I say toss-up is because Alfie's been great, but he's owned more. Martin Olsen has, is owned way less and is a little bit cheaper. 
So Very interesting. Both guys are both guys All to right. me are are and good. I don't like either one against Spurs. I wouldn't want to have anything to do with either one of them against Spurs either. Hall will host West Ham and Middlesbrough. Anyone jumping out at you and Hall? <laughs> Super sub in the ass. Dave, Dave, are you, you still, are you still on Hall? Do you have any Hall players in your lineup right now? No. no I have Jakubovic. You guys still mocking me? I, I do have I do have uh, Jakubovic. I have Jakubovic. I have Jakubovic. I was wrong about the whole thing, man. I, I just got it wrong. Sometimes you get things wrong, Scott. I'm just asking if you're still on him. You know what, Scott? Sometimes you just get things wrong. That's, do you know what that is, ladies and gentlemen? That's the sound of sensitivity right there. <laughs> Look, <laughs> you want to rub it in more, Scott? Fine, kind of, rub yeah. it in. I do. Sometimes you get things wrong. Hey, I I get it. All right, whatever. Get off my back. Uh, for what it's <laughs> worth, places such as the Daily Mail are saying that Stoke and West Ham are both actively trying to get Andrew Robertson and Josh Tymon. Who cares? I'm just saying. I get it. I get it. Andrew Robertson is the guy that I would pick. Yes. But not if this you want to own Maguire, you can do that too. What I'm saying is, uh, it's uh, see me next year when he's playing for West Ham. Okay. Middlesbrough, two massive relegation battles at Swansea at Hall, both on the road. Do these matches matter for fantasy? Not not much, right? Yeah. This, ben Gibson. Look, is he fantasy why, relevant? No. So, no, don't even joke. Two strikers. Two strikers. Don't Justed, even joke. Justed. Nope. Don't even joke. Negredo and Justed. Just telling you. There's possibilities up there, Dave. For I'm the telling next you. One, two, three, four, five, what, six. What Middlesbrough striker bet do you want to place? For the next, don't kill listen, my vibe. for the next six weeks, <laughs> okay? For the next six weeks, you sure get a lot of favorable matchups for Middlesbrough. And I, Other than home yeah. to Arsenal, you don't love it. However,. Who's, how many goals are they conceding? Hardly any. Nope. They haven't all year. And so... And guess what? I the, really I really am buying into that two-striker formation that they played at the end of their last match. It led to a just-dead goal. I'm not... I don't know that I want them for their last four, which are home to City, at Chelsea, home to Southampton, at Liverpool. Right. I don't know that I necessarily want to have anything to do with them then. But through the double week in week 34 where they play at Burnmouth and home to Sunderland, that to me is, it's the reason why I know that Fantasy Premier League has said it. Some multiple, you know, There's been more than one place that has said, hey, check out Middlesbrough. And the defenders, the, the challenge is which one of them are going to play. So do you want Fabio? Do you want Bernardo? Do you want Barragon? I don't want any... Middlesbrough. No, okay. I want I want Rudy just dead for okay. a very limited period of time. But who over who? I mean, you get get take him over Manolo. You get put him over. I still own your rente. Your rente? Yeah, maybe. No, maybe. I have I have higher hopes for just dead right now than I do your rente. I'm gonna play the clip of Brian saying maybe Rudy should have just dead at home. <laughs> All right. <fair laughs> okay. Enough. We end with the league uh, bottom feeders, Sunderland, going to Watford and to Leicester. Is Jermaine Defoe going to score any goals in those matches like he did for England this past weekend? Jermaine Defoe's still trying. But Jermaine Defoe is also saying, let's be realistic. 
about my ability to continue playing for this club after this season. Yeah. They do they have any chance of getting out of relegation? Nope. No. No. So there's almost zero percent chance of Jermaine Defoe being a black cat next year. Uh but I don't think he's he, what is he gonna quit? No, no never. No, 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 no. Never in a million years. I mean third striker maybe. I that would be the way I would want to do it. Is have him as a third striker. But there's no way that I would want to I would want to count on him to somehow score goals the way he did at the beginning of the season to get all the way up to what was he fourth in forward scoring for the season? That's crazy. Did anyone have him? I mean, would and would anyone have ever guessed that he would be that high? No. Right. So I just don't. I to me, unless he's going to be your third striker, their schedule is okay. It's not the worst in the world, but I don't know. Yeah. No, that stock is is dropping. There's no question. He's still good for a goal here and there. If you own him, it's not terrible. But I think uh, the stock just is just like we've said. I mean, it's it. Uh, he's fifth. Defoe's Defoe is fifth. It's all Pickford. It's all about Jordan Pickford for you, and that's it. <laughs> well, it's just a million saves, and they're gonna pl- and they're gonna play hard. That's all. You all bought right. him, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm going to. I have absolutely no problem with him being. I I, I want I those. I this. want four dollar goalkeepers, and that is it. I said this last week. Cut Heaton. You're gonna gain at least point eight dollars. Yeah. Pound dollars. Dollars pounds. Doing that. No brainer. Yeah. It's eleven o'clock. It is. And we, we made it to the end of the show. Man. You've gotten, I think, a good, healthy dose of analysis on what to expect for the next two weeks. I think people were so done with us. You know what the score is in the USA Panama match right this second? Nil? It is one nil. Clint Dempsey with the goal. Yeah. Ah. Assisted by Pulisic. Yeah. Oh, they love each other. Hey, I'll 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 let that man love happen uh, as long as it can. All the injuries we didn't get. Do you want to hear them? Just name them. I'm just saying. KDB groin injury. We talked about that. <laughs> uh, we mentioned Diego Costa. We got that. Mezit is now. So he went from illness to hamstring and now back issues. So you're probably not going to see him again. Fake mental fake issues. Fake. Fake. I'm just saying. Mental fake. issues. <laughs> They're keeping him away. I can't. Fake. Fake. He, fake. Get Injury him out of there, protocol uh, is needed. Get him out. Hilarious that the Swiss, the Swiss, Swiss national coach is calling out. Our manager is calling a coach. Swiss national manager is is calling out Shakiri for being a tub of lard. <laughs> Everyone is questioning Shakiri's fitness everywhere because. Uh, because he that doesn't so seem to be good. in great shape, and even in even in games where he has been available, he hasn't played. So that's a hilarious saga to follow up the Saito Barahino uh, weight loss issues. Amazing, uh, and that's about it. All right. Well, listen, we made it to the end. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. For those watching live, you saw all the myriad of disruptions that happened. Uh, but on the pod, hey, it's going to be a crisp, clean production. Guess what the score is for the USA-Panama match. Did it change? 1-1. One, one. Panama just scored. But you'll what? have to find out the results wait, later wait on. To, way to jinx it, Brian. Damn. Way to jinx it. 
All right, no more talking well, about for that the game. Podcast. No more talking about that anymore. The rest of this podcast for for the, for the pod for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith, and for Brian, for Scott, and for all of you. Until next time. <laughs>